you want to do an open or do you want to use something in there as a cold open and then do the pre-show or do you want to do the pre-show and then the cold open? I guess maybe pre-show. For, I guess the pre-show could be the cold open. Okay. Or I don't know. Shit. What do you think? I mean, I think there's probably something in there that we could probably slice and dice and yeah. um, use as the cold open. Even if there's nothing, we could do the same thing as last week where we just talked about how there was nothing in the cold open. No, I think that, that trick only works a handful of times before it gets Not if old. it's ironic. So Something tells me I'm cold opening the show. Three, two, one. Kevin! That might have been our best open yet, Alex, I think. I know. Wow. Gotta give the people what they want. People want the podcast, and they want more Kevin on the podcast. So we're giving you extra Kevin. Who's saying that? Now with 20% more Kevin. Nobody's in my DMs saying that. No, they would never say that to you. They tell to me. They say Kevin is a star. Protect him at all costs. Well, if they're really really saying that, get get at me. No. I don't want to be hearing this secondhand. No, they love you. The people love you. This makes me doubt... Oh, I'll show it to you off mic. I'll show you the people. They love it. And I don't I just... want to see it. I want to I want to hear it. <laughs> All right. If you love Kevin, if you love Kevin, and no. you want to support him and say, you know, thank you for being such a, a mensch and a, a delight. Tell him he's doing a good job in his DMs. Slide in those DMs and, uh, you know, just say, hey, Kevin, I enjoy your podcast. Cool. Alex, you know what the worst thing about having a podcast is? What? Calling yourself a podcaster? Yes, but also like, you know, introducing yourself and, um, and you know, the question here is always, oh, what do you do? You like, do not oh. say you're a podcaster. Yeah. I mean, no. no, I don't say. I'm like, a, I'm like a copywriter and a producer and they're like, oh, what do you produce? I'm like, oh, like a podcast. And they're like, oh yeah, like what is it? And then, <laughs> you know, a lot of word of mouth marketing going on with me. I always hate talking about a pod, the podcast. I hate talking about my podcast. podcast public, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But I do it. I, I think you have enough things that you are in this world, Kevin, that are not podcaster to, in that conversation, say, I produce things. True. Things. Keep keep it keeping it vague. I almost thought to put podcaster in my bio. It's, but here's the thing. We don't have our own Instagram channel, front center, the yeah. channel. I wonder if we should do that. I wonder if we I should. Think we, I think I think at some point we're gonna need to. I think we pass enough memes back and forth and like content. Yeah. That I think we probably could warrant having an Instagram channel. Yeah. I think let's talk about this off mic. But I, yes. I, I think we've been hesitant to do this because we're like, oh, who's gonna fill it? Who's gonna run it? Who's gonna manage it? Who's gonna post on it? Just give me the keys. But I think I think Kevin, yeah. I, I just I I could I could, you know, you and I can can do this pretty easily and i think we can you know i think it's the supplement to the podcast Mm -hmm. and i think we can post like you know a handful of stories a week and then you can assume that those stories could be stories that we would talk about on the podcast yeah or somebody you know we get people tagging us we get people mentioning us yeah no this is ugc oh hell yeah yeah that's uh social media you heard about this yeah it's it's all the craze yeah 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 let's get on let's get on social media the podcast yeah but if you know me in real life uh you know <laughs> it, please give me a fucking break i don't want to talk about my podcast anymore in public wow wow i mean everyone's just clamoring stop asking so many questions also, stop, Kevin and his stop podcast. telling you know if you're my if you're my close friend and you know who you are if you probably listen to this if you're my close friend stop telling people that we meet that i have a podcast <laughs> Is that what they do? They're yeah. just like, oh, this is Kevin. He's got a podcast. Yeah. And then, well, and then like, they, oh, God. They're, they're like, they're, they like the podcast. They they're, they enjoy it. They tell me every time I see them. <laughs> but every, like. You got, stop every, bringing it up. Stop bringing yeah, it up. Stop bringing it up in public. Let okay. me, if I want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Okay, Kevin, um, you, uh, you, you have an apology to make. Yeah, I do. You want to um, start off this week by. Uh, by uh, letting the people know that you're sorry? Yeah. Um, you know, last week we, we talked about the, the CBS show, The Activist. And, you know, we were outraged, I guess. I mean, I think we were, you know, we're, we're, in, the, we're in the media. We're, uh, yep. we're, trying to, we're trying to get views. We're trying to get clicks. Journalism. Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to generate some, some commotion. And, hoopla. Yeah, we're trying to generate some hoopla. And... Last week, we came out pretty strongly against the CBS show, The Activist, 
which is a reality show program. Reality show competition. Yep. They said three activists, one in education, one in health, and one in environment. Environment. Yes. And it was a competition, basically, so who could be the best social media activist? America's next best activist. Obviously, the internet, everybody's up in a tizzy about it. Everybody's mm-hmm. shitting on it. Everybody's calling it out. You know, like we were. We, we were part of the problem. And late last week, maybe Thursday or Friday, they announced that they were changing the show format from reality show competition to documentary i believe it was the day after our podcast yeah so So did we do swift action did we do this yes we did i'm sorry our our sphere of influence has grown too big um we've gotten in the minds of cbs and they Mm -hmm. listened to us but little do they know we're fucking dumb and we don't know anything and big mistake i think cbs made a huge mistake by changing the format to yep. a documentary. And, you know, I'm sorry for shitting on it because... Now we don't ever get to see this. We never get to see this fucking shit show, dumpster fire, fucking monstrosity of cable television. And I feel partly responsible because, you know, we're all we are all upset about it. We are all, oh, this sucks. This shouldn't be made. But, you it's know... It's all fun and games. I'm just really sad that we're not going to get to see this. Like, I'm really, really sad that we're not going to be able to shit on it even further. And we've just taken this, we've taken this thing that was such a horrible idea and we've just shit on it so much that we're not even going to get to see, we're not, we're not even going to get to see the fruits of this horrible idea in real life. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, if you uh, play back the tape, you know, which I know you do. Um, you'll recall me saying on mic, uh, the listeners, the, the, the real ones will know. I said, will this make it to air? Because I questioned it. And you, if I recall correctly, you were like, no, they've, they filmed this already. There's no way they're not going to do it. And I, you know, um, my, my wisdom, my, uh, my years of experience. Alex, I'm going through it right now. So this is no time to throw this back in my face. I, I, I did say I would be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked if this never made it uh, to air. And uh, the good news, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, the good news here, Kevin, is that despite the fact that I thought it might not go to air, it is still going to air. It's still going to be on TV. They'll probably give it a new name and package it in a new format, a documentary versus a, a, a competition show. Well, really, what's the difference between a reality program and a documentary anyway, if not just how many episodes were it was a get. Com- it was going to be a competition so is it no longer going to be a competition it's not going to be a competition anymore uh, which is the saddest oh, part cuz like what would god. what would those challenges be like oh my god yeah so maybe they are they're like, going to they're they're going to do a re-edit i guess yeah they're going to do a re-edit i'm sure they're maybe still filming this i don't know i i saw that um julie huff or whatever her name is i saw she dropped out as a host and it feels probably a little uh, bit late like oh. Come on, Julia what are they gonna Huff? have to? What are they gonna have to edit her out of every scene? That feels that feels hard. Um, so Kevin, I I appreciate you apologizing to the listeners and apologizing for society and yeah. uh, America as a whole that we're not gonna get the activist reality. I know. The, I think that the internet's gone too far with this one. Cancel I, culture. I, yeah, we've we canceled the show before it even aired. That's and really a shame. I think we need. I think you know we as a society, we as a society owe it to ourselves. To think, think, and to be able to, you know, let something play out and then shit all over it. Good. It's a great point. Because that would have been fucking, that show would have been so fucking funny. Yeah. And you no. can't even tell me any different. And, and to be honest, now CBS or whoever was uh, behind this, now they get to sort of, uh, you know, uh, preemptively uh, scale it back. Yeah. And uh, would have been a dumpster fire, as you said. And now we're going to get a, a small little brush fire. You we're know, gonna get like gonna, a. We're gonna get some polished piece of shit. Oh, someone's gonna go through this, and every scene they're gonna be like, "Is this problematic? Is this problematic?" And you know what? That's oh no! A shame. I mean, CBS is still putting it on, so it's gonna be. I think it's still gonna suck, and mm-hmm. like, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a glorious dumpster fire like I wanted. Well, I'm just gonna have to watch Ordinary Joe on NBC. Oh well, uh, I was gonna say CBS if if they are you know not interested in in doing uh, dumpster fires, well, or they are still interested in doing dumpster fires. 
they had Cedric the Entertainer uh, host the Emmys last night, which I watched on CBS. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, that was awful. Truly bad. You didn't watch. I didn't watch. I've never watched the Emmys. Oh, I watch I, it. I don't think I. I don't think I ever will. The VMAs, the Emmys. I watch it all. I'm not a big. I'm not really into awards. You're not a big award show guy. I got it. Yeah. You know, I. I need to. I need to watch. I want to see what the people are talking about. And the thing is, I watch so much television as we've talked about here that I just, you know, I got to see what. Uh, you know, I got to see my people. Yeah. Wasn't uh. Yep. Yeah. So the, the Emmys sucked. Yep. It started with a Bismarcky rap tribute. Sounds like it went off to a good start. It wasn't good. Oh. It was. The whole thing was kind of uh, 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 just, there was no high points. If there's not a, a whole bunch, if there's of not a hologram points. at the tribute concert. Don't even, don't even. Well, I mean, there me. was, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't a tribute. It was more a parody. It was a Bismarcky parody you got what i need oh number where biz uh bismarcky was uh you know in tribute to television and they had cedric the entertainer rap they had little dicky come out and spit some bars which was nobody could pay tribute to um bismarcky like little dicky could yeah it wasn't i think he he has the most authority in all of the rap community to to lay down some bars in memory of a of a legend. Yeah, it was uh, LL Cool J, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, wait, and, uh, LL Cool J, Cedric the Entertainer, and Lil Dicky. Yeah, and Rita Wilson. Who's Rita Wilson? Uh, that is um, Tom Hanks' wife. What old ex-wife? What the fuck? Or no, current wife. Huh. And so it was a. Um, a surprise Bismarcky tribute. I don't know why we're talking about this, but it was uh, just a friend, you know, mm-hmm. the, the familiar, and it was about uh, they changed the lyrics uh, to pay homage to uh, television. Oh, so they they changed the lyrics to a dead guy's song to remember him, but serve themselves in the end. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, it was a musical tribute number. And uh, yeah, it, it it's it, it. I am a man who gets secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, real bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I removed myself from the room. Oh, well, that's good. I got up and was like, I need to, I need to physically remove myself from the situation here. And then I heard little Dicky rapping. He came in, and I was like, okay, at least he's a rapper, r- rhyming about Seinfeld. Uh, it was just, it was just, it just, it, you know, it, it was uh, cringy to the point. But you know, CBS, all you know, yeah. So um, this week, Kevin, um, we have a lot of we have a lot of news. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of things. We got a lot of stuff. On. We're gonna go a little we, fast. We're gonna we're gonna fly through it because um, we want to. I kind of want to talk on talk about a bunch of different things, and uh, we're gonna see if we can kind of keep the. Uh, yeah, let's keep the energy up. We'll, keep, the, uh, keep the energy up. Keep the keep the conversation quick. But meaningful. Yeah, it's uh, it's the motto. Okay. First things first, Kevin. We've talked about this for weeks now. Lil Nas X Montero is out now. Kevin has, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of pledged his allegiance to Lil Nas X over the past two years or so, and this is the big moment. He launched, you know, uh, 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 the album Montero. It was a uh, sort of pregnancy, um, and uh, you know, Lil Nas X started with. You know, this Montero music video, which happened now, it feels like years ago, but it was probably just a couple yeah. months ago where he, uh, uh Twer- of, he twerked on the devil, twerks on the devil, and then he went to jail for it. Then he, and then he released then he Industry had this, Baby. He had the Satan shoes first and foremost, and then to coincide with mischief, then he had Industry Baby, the Jack Harlow song. Yeah, he went, goes um, to prison, goes to prison, breaks out at the end, breaks out, gets pregnant, gets pregnant with Montero. with. On, on on TikTok, he goes to the VMAs, dressed like Rick James. He goes to the Met Gala, wearing three different suits. He does an at-home campaign that says, if you hate Little Nas X, you're entitled to compensation. Um, Pretty funny copywriting. Oh, yeah. Great ad. Then he does Montero, the television show. Yep. And then eventually... It all leads 
All Roads Lead to Little Nas X Giving Birth to a New Album. Kevin, he's done it all. Yeah. I mean, this is a really excellent rollout of an album. Probably one of the more lengthy rollouts I've ever seen and probably one of the more engaging rollouts I've ever seen too. Like just at every point, either, you know, garnishing outrage. Um, actually, at every point, it's pretty much garnishing outrage, which is pretty sick. Like, yep. you know, Montero, the music video went mega viral. Yep. A lot of people outraged by the uh, by the gayness and twerking on the devil. Yep. Which I thought fucking ruled. And then, you know, he goes to jail, industry baby. Yep. Um, a lot of dudes dancing. A lot, yep. of, a lot of naked dudes dancing. Yep. Which I also thought was pretty yep. fucking sick. We loved that. Yep. Um, more outrage. And then... Outrage. Yep. Then he becomes pregnant on TikTok. Yep. More outrage. Yep. He goes on his own Montero show, which is a talk interview show where he interviews himself, which is fantastic. I highly recommend. That's a great watch. He yep. re- he um, counts down his top favorite music videos of himself. Eddie Murphy-esque, if I will say. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that one? I did. Yeah. It was a good one. I watched it today. And then you um, to in the Montero show, he his water breaks and he, <laughs> he goes to the hospital um, and he did a video. This is probably one of my, I think this is my favorite, one of my favorite videos of the whole rollout. Um, yeah. He's going into the hospital and he's giving birth. All right. So basically, and then uh, he released the album after he gives birth to it. Um, it's really, really some funny stuff in there. Um, you know, go check that video out for yourself. Lil Nas X gives birth. Fantastic. Um, and released the album last Friday. I've listened to it no less than four times all the way through. And it's a, it's a, it's a fucking banger. Honestly. It's a banging album. A lot of good features. Meg the Stallion, Doja Cat, um, Elton John's on there. I haven't listened, and I uh, it deserves a listen from me. I'm gonna uh, I am I will find the time. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited for your guy. As I've said, this is uh, his moment, and I think this rollout just shows um, just how creative he is oh, as yeah. an artist, and just how funny he is as a performer a internet celebrity as a you know sort of internet sensation as a uh full-on you know sort of famous person at the met gala as i said you know before right like he is this is he is taking full advantage of this moment for him and i just think a lot of a lot of things aligned and um you know that's just that's just magic you know some of this stuff he obviously is uh, working on with his team and, you know, creative directing and concepting and sort of, you know, making, you know, amazing decisions. Music videos are amazing. Um, you know, the skits are amazing. And uh, it's just, it's all so, so, so smart. Yes. And he's so good at the internet and he... Oh, he's the best at the internet. And he, he also just knows that his um, his being himself and being this... Uh, character and sort of being this persona of Little Nas X is is controversial, yeah. and it's he doesn't even have to do that much to get people to get outraged, and uh, he's doing he's doing so much, and it's and it's it's working, you know. Oh, yeah. um, one of the things I thought was really cool, um, and you know, uh, was uh, he was named one of Time Magazine's most uh, hundred most influential people. Which you know what uh, number he was? I I don't think they're numbered. Oh. I think they're just like you know hundred people. Um, and Kid Cudi wrote the sort of uh, you know sort of description of 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 of, of Lil Nas X, and this is what uh, he said. And I thought it was I thought it was really well well written. And just he said, "There's a quote. There's a homophobic cloud over hip hop, and he's going to break that shit down. Uh, we have to stand with him. I'm going to do whatever I can to let him know that you have my support." To have a gay man in hip hop doing his thing, crushing records, that is huge for us and for black excellence. The way he's unafraid to make people uncomfortable is so rock and roll. He's a true rock star. And I think that to me sort of summarizes, yeah. or at least it's sort of like, yeah, he's a rock star doing his thing and it's a sort of in, in, in modern times, in modern ways. And it's so important for hip hop and it's so important for culture. It's in, it's important. And uh the music is great too. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Yep. He and doesn't take himself too seriously and he's yep. the he's the star that we need right now. Absolutely. Um hard pivot um away from Little Nas X who we've talked about a ton and I just wanted to 
uh, again, finally, uh, fully give Kevin his victory lap here as, uh, you know, as, as, as oh, my as, victory lap will be when you buy me that steak dinner that we, that was okay. the wager, Alex. Okay. The that steak was the dinner. Wager. Sorry. So I feel like every week I'm here just to, just to, just to say how great Lil Nas X is. And that I was wrong that one time when I said old town road was his, uh, was his one hit wonder. Um, moving on, um, to, to a little company from Cupertino called Apple. They had a keynote this week, Kevin, where they introduced the Apple Watch 7, iPad Mini 6, entry-level iPads, and the brand-new iPhone 13, which comes in Mini Pro and Pro Max. Does anybody care? No. I think you're right. I, a self-admitted Apple fanboy, someone who I looked it up, uh the last time I purchased a phone. Because I was like, it feels like this is the time around when I would get a new phone. I typically get Mm -hmm. them every two years. And the phone that I purchased, which I didn't even know what model it was, which is also, it was an, it's an Apple 11 Pro Max. And it was purchased two years ago. So this would be right along the time when I would and would typically traditionally get the new model of the new phone. Is it starting to fail you? No. It's totally fine. Well, that's great. And I went looking on the Apple site because I didn't even know the keynote or the presentation was happening. I watched a video about the new phone. And I was when I was done, I was like, cool. Don't think I need any of that. It's got like marginally better battery life and like better video recording options. Yeah, I mean, I, I would take it. I would, if it- No, I mean, of course, I'm not going to not like it, it's not like oh i'll take it it's like i just am, it, it doesn't have that apple feeling yeah which is like if it just had one interesting feature or something that felt new and exciting i'm, I'm saying like i'm right there for the take mm-hmm. i am my phone is working fine it's not broken in any way shape or form but it's you know it's two years old and it feels like time it feels like news new new phone season yeah and so i'm like hmm my wallet's out, my credit card's in my hand, and they're kind of just saying, eh. Video? I think video's pretty sick. I mean, yeah, it's sick if you're a fucking videographer. I mean, we're like not very far from being videographers here. How many videos do you take on your phone? No, I'm certainly not enough. Video is so important now. Like, that's, um, yeah. you know, with TikTok and everything, like, yeah. That, like, everything's going from photo to video. I guess you're right. Maybe that makes me a little bit uh, behind the times, but I, I don't take as much video. I don't. I know a lot of people are like a lot know, of Instagram videos either. A lot of people instead of taking a photo now, they'll whip out their phone and take a video, take like a you know short, ten second video. Yeah. A lot of people edit those together. Yeah. Or like even like TikTok has a feature where you just yeah you put the videos unedited into a it, you you upload them and then interesting TikTok AI just edits it for you and puts Smart. some music there. No, I mean, listen. Just a little recap. No, I mean, that's that's cool. And honestly, maybe this is the difference between me and like an 18-year-old kid where it's like, you know, there's there's just a level of, you know, video needs that I just don't have. Yeah, I mean, we could, uh, we could, if we get the video set up pumping in here. Listen, I'm not, I'm not against it. I mean, like, but the way they, they, they were advertising it, the way they were selling it, it seemed like they were implying that you could film a movie you could i mean (laughs) which i'm sure you could but i'm not making any movies i would say i'm gonna i'm gonna defend apple here and i'm actually gonna advocate for them i think their camera technology that they put in these phones like if you're looking at buying like a dslr like or a mirrorless of like the same you know 4k like does pretty good and like low light like sure if you're looking for those specs like i feel like and you're not trying to do anything like um, I don't know. There's obviously benefits to getting like the the cameras, but I th- I would say it's probably worth the money just based on the camera, like um the just like the camera quality and like what you can do and functionality with it. Like it's a that's a that's a fucking beast of a camera. No, I listen. I'm uh, the fact that they can get a camera of that quality in a phone that small and no, I I mean listen, I I could I completely agree with you. And like the truth is, I have gone on like vacations or something and been like oh maybe i should dust off the fucking slr or maybe i should go you know get a point and shoot camera and so i'm not just on my phone all the time 
And the iPhone is like as good of a camera as most cameras. Yeah, it's way more convenient. It fits in your pocket. Yeah. You don't have to focus or worry around. about lighting. Yeah. Or like It's easy to use and it's great. So I'm with you there 100%. But like a slightly marginally better camera in low light scenarios is not enough for me to dish out True. $1,000 for a new phone. And like... I'll be completely honest here. I didn't... I didn't look at this article very closely. I don't know what the new features are. I didn't watch the keynote. Yeah. You know, I kind of expected this. Like, I, I don't, I think they've been taking such marginal steps with their phone, like improvements that. Never thought I'd see the day where just people are just kind of ho-hum on Apple's new phones. But it just doesn't really move. I don't know. Needle. What do you mean? You didn't think you'd see the day. This day happened. Like this day happened in April. We talked about it. I feel like this day happened last September. This day happened. I mean, like I what's what's like... been the what's been a huge improvement in the Apple phones and No, I mean you're right. I mean it's sad. It just makes me want Since to, I guess you know... the ten or the X, right? Yeah, the, that was the, the X phone had the I... facial recognition. And the fucking full screen thing with you know, yeah. with the notch at the top. Yeah, I mean listen, it just has been a while. I guess it's it's been, you know, five or six years since they've come out with something that just like kind of blew my pants off and i want you know that's what i'm trying to get alex just wants his pants blown off every, yeah. every quarter or but, every six months yeah come on tim <laughs> i'm not i'm not I, I mean listen to basically roll out a phone they haven't rolled out a phone in two years that is or i mean in five years that has been any significantly uh, the 10 better. the 10 well, the x is like what probably three or four years old iphone 10 release day 2000 November 3rd 2017 what really so it's been almost four years oh damn since a phone came out that made me excited I mean to be honest it makes me feel a little bit better where I'm like if it was like five or six I've been like whoa 2017 it's not that long away but I just I need them to step their game up um because I want new toys all right that's what that's what it comes down to hey. speaking of new toys Heinz a ketchup company that um uh that we all love and use uh makes the best ketchup in the world um that's just not up for debate uh, un, you know undeniably the best ketchup there is they have a uh new idea and uh apparently they want you to stop wasting ketchup which is a huge problem kevin right everyone everyone knows this as far as you know this should have been on the activists you know huge problems that facing uh our, our society as a whole um the packet roller is here to solve the big issue of ketchup waste uh, from the good people at Wyatt and Kennedy in New York. Essentially, it is a little device that um, is uh, has is shaped like a ketchup bottle, has the Heinz logo on it, and all it does is take a traditional ketchup packet and you can kind of roll it through like a pencil sharpener and it will squeeze the maximum amount of ketchup out of the packet um, and it's available for you to purchase on uh, the uh, Heinz website. We I got a price on that for five dollars and seventy cents. I'm in full support of reducing ketchup waste mm. by upping plastic waste. Oh, <laughs> more plastic! Yeah, um, to get the most amount of product out of your plastic. Yeah, so you can you don't have to use as many ketchup packs if you get this shitty piece of plastic that i guess rolls your ketchup for you, you, you yep. maybe maybe you get like maybe you get like a, a a dash more ketchup yeah is this really a problem i mean i feel like your fingers like do this pretty well you open it up at the top and then you kind of squeeze the ketchup packet with your hand or you know if you're in savage mode like i am often just use your mouth yeah right kevin yeah come on I don't really use my mouth, but well, you never take it. You've never opened up a ketchup packet and then just kind of like squeeze the rest of it. Just in your squeeze mouth? it right into my mouth. Yeah, never no. done that. No, I don't really put those in my mouth. I, I don't know. Where, I don't know who's touched them. I don't know where they've been. No, it's disgusting. Yeah. No, absolutely. If I think about it for more than twenty seconds, I'm like, yeah, these ketchup packets have probably been in numerous people's hands. Probably got Incredibly a bunch of disgusting. Sh- probably shit on them. Who's shitting on them? I don't know. Rats. Oh. People. Okay, so maybe I need this. Maybe I need this for $5.70. This feels like an idea that you come up with in an advertising agency, spent probably a year and a half to engineer and develop this thing, and uh, no no one one cares. No way. This is like a... I feel like this is probably like a 
this is a being lot harder. Generous, being generous, I feel like this is probably like a four-month project. Oh, my God. The tooling alone to make a machine like this that like turns and looks like a ketchup bottle. What, what do you know about product engineering? Alex? I just know that it takes more than four months to make this. Thing. All right. Five months, maybe. Well, I'm just thinking, even thinking about the meetings that happen to sell in this idea. And then, you know, I, I just it just feels like a colossal waste of time. And I think what they were thinking would be the outcome would be like press. Oh, yeah. Then there's also videos that like show off the product and they're done in the sort of space aged way it's all done with like a certain amount of irony involved i just think this is like um if you're trying to garner the interest of the internet and sort of like do something weird and funky and bizarre and um young ah, people young people don't fuck with this like, i just don't think this is it no young people do not give a shit about like why are you why are you making a plastic product to catch up to the sauce packets which probably, you know, here's here's a hot take, Alex. Yep. Let's abolish the sauce packet. They're wasteful. Yeah, it's a good. It's you a know, good, it's a good. Uh, it's a good thought. You can just buy them in a larger quantity. Yeah, but I mean, uh, fast food places, you know, they serve tons of packets and tons of packets of uh, condiments, and so I think you're going to need. You know, I think they could have taken the money and time, mm-hmm. and tried to develop a plastic-free condiment dispenser. Because I think that is, you're probably these, right. Like, these two projects, the plastic free condiment dispenser and the cheap plastic pouch roller, those are two different atmospheres of like cost. And But I, I often think this, right? Like straws have become like enemy number one because like there was an article about straws getting in the nose of a, you know, sort of a, of, of a turtle, right? And so then like plastic straws are canceled for all intents and purposes, right? From every coffee shop in Brooklyn now has to have plant or paper straws. Yeah. And everyone does it. But like utensils, plastic utensils. They're, bit, they're trying to ban them here. They're, they're, they're still, those seem to be okay. And then pl- pl- packets, plastic packets like this also seem to just totally run free. Yeah. So why? Well, I think this is like I think that's like some sort of like foil maybe or something. I don't think it's. I you mean, there's think... definitely some plastic in it. There is definitely like a plastic lining. It's like a. It does. At this point, is moot. But I would. This is why we need Andrew Gibbs. Yeah, I think on the podcast, we need to, we need to stop giving out uh, the plastic utensils. Those are extremely wasteful. Yeah. Who even fucking uses those? Like, yeah, dude, those don't even work. Like, have you ever tried to eat anything with a plastic fork? It doesn't work. Yeah. It, do- it doesn't grip. One thing that um, I remember John Oliver said that stuck with me, which was like, it doesn't matter what, like recycling doesn't matter. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like if we're, if the, if, if, if companies are producing this amount of plastic and this amount of waste, like at this large scale, no recycling in the world is going to make it okay. Well, yeah. It just puts the responsibility on the, like, consumers who really aren't even Correct. generating the waste it's it's just yes. throwing that responsibility on us and Correct. like we're just supposed to like take it yeah. as our burden yeah. it's like it's our fault yeah we're, we're, like stop making these things yes in large in large corporate industries are responsible for correct probably yes. at least 90 percent, if not like 95 yes. percent of polluting littering like yeah. everything yeah the, the the small impact that a single human being has on correct on everything is pretty minuscule and we're not advising you to not recycle yeah because i think that's i, I want to make sure that's clear but if you don't recycle or you don't recycle all the time or you don't use plastic free things 24 hours a day know that you're your influence and your differences is, is to Kevin's point minute. Yeah, I mean I, I mean don't put that back on me. I think <laughs> you should you should just try to not use do shit. better. Try to not use something once. Try to yeah, do better, do your best. But really we should put the responsibility on these corporations, the billion dollar fast food places. Oh, who, who's gonna who's gonna do that? Who who's who's gonna put pressure on them? Greta Greta Thun, Thunberg. <laughs> All right. Next topic. Oh well, it's, the next topic is a uh, is is a fast food uh, a fast food uh, conglomerate, Yum oh, yeah. Foods, yeah. aka the overlords of uh, Taco Bell, are here with the uh, Taco Lovers Pass. It is a subscription service for that costs 
5 to $10, depending on the store, which is very confusing to me. It seems like they're workshopping it, so that might be part of the little thing where they like, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out the price point, and then... <laughs> they're trying to figure this out. It's a trial run of a subscription service that's only available in 15, 17 locations in Tucson, Arizona. And I think they've 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 aligned on a target. <laughs> they know where they're doing the best. But why couldn't they figure out one price point? Like there's only 17 locations. Like I understand if you're rolling this out all the way across. Let me let me interrupt. So basically it is a it's a Taco Bell subscription service. You pay a certain amount of money a month, whether it's five dollars or ten dollars, it's unclear. But you get one single taco or one free taco every single day. For 30 days or 31 days of the month, you get a free taco as long as you live in Arizona and you're close to one of these 17 locations and you get a one free taco and there's going to be a sort of a, a, a subscription. It, it doesn't cover every taco because I looked into it. It doesn't cover every single taco. On just the menu. one per day, right? There's just one taco per day. That is the free taco. And you get that from being a basically a Taco Lovers member. Yeah. Big brain right here. This is smart for them because, you know, who goes to Taco Bell and just gets one taco? No one ever in the history of mankind. I mean, that's the whole point of it, right? Is like if if you, you know, if, if you go into Taco Bell and you think you're going to walk away with just one taco, you're completely wrong. You're going to obviously get multiple tacos. So they're just trying to get more people yeah, in the door. Yeah, get people in the door. You get people to sign up and, you know... I think it's funny with subscriptions. Everybody wants to do a subscription service these days because you just fucking forget about it. Like you end up just forgetting about it and just lives on your credit card. And like sometimes you remember and, you know, it's just that's how it goes these days. And that's free money. And I'm sure there's someone out there that's like, listen, if I'm paying $5 a month and I eat Taco Bell three times a month and I get a $2-ish free taco every time I go, then I'm winning. That's quick maths. But you're right, Kevin. Like, it's it's you're forget about it. You won't go to Taco Bell three times a month because who drinks that much? You know, honestly, like you have to you have to be drunk to go to Taco Bell. You know, everyone knows that. Like, if you're eating Taco Bell sober, you're insane, first and foremost. That's an insane thing to do. Um, well, we might be eating Taco Bell sober soon enough on the podcast when we review their chicken sandwich. I, listen. S- chicken sandwich taco. You're acting like I never had it before. You didn't have the chicken sandwich taco? I've already had the chicken sandwich taco. Really? What taco. the fuck? I had it like uh, two months ago when it came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Why didn't you let me know? Um, you know, I wasn't proud of it. You know, when I eat, when I eat fast food, it's, it's, you know, I'm in a dark place. You know, that's, that's, that's when you know something, something is not up. Yeah, especially in New York, especially in New York, fast food is much bleaker in New York than it is anywhere else oh. in the country. And at this point in my life, like if I I eat fast food, and you're like, oh yeah, I feel terrible the next day. I feel terrible instantly. Like I'll eat ta- if I eat Taco Bell or eat Popeyes or something. Like no more than an hour after I've eaten it, does my body say, "What the fuck are you putting in here?" Like it it is instant. Whether I'm drunk or sober or whatever, it is. It is a terrible thing to put into it. Instant regret. Problem. Yeah, instant regret. Um, I'm down for the idea of subscription services. I remember Oreo was p- toying around with the idea. I think a lot of brands have toyed around, or every brand has a subscription service, but I think other sort of non or more traditional brands in like the supermarket or fast food were toy- have been toying around with the idea of a subscription model to try to get people to uh, engage with the brand more, purchase more. And I think the way to do it is to make it more enticing. Like you have to have limited edition things that other people can't get. Like if there's a type of Oreo that's new and only available to the people of Oreo Plus, like that's that. Like to me, I could see that working because people want to be uh, try new things or they want to get ahead of the you know sort of they want to to boast and brag on 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 their Instagram page about the new type of Oreos or to try the new chicken sandwich taco you know, thing that Taco Bell made. Like you have to, I think you have to entice people to do something uh, that other people can't get. Not just like, oh, I can get a fucking cheesy gordita crunch three times a month for free. Like that's just not exciting, I don't think. Yeah. It's not going to get the people going. You kinda, you're kind uh, of, you're on some Gary V thinking right now. That's who you sound like. In, in the best way. Compl- get- compliments to Alex. Yeah, I was going to say that's uh, that, that hurts. But um, 
No, I think it's true. I think like people are down for Taco Bell. People are like, and I think they have like the innovation lab. I saw something at McDonald's. I think it was McDonald's. They opened up a spot and I'm just, I have no details, but it's like a international McDonald's like test kitchen type idea where you can like go to a McDonald's and like try different international delicacies of McDonald's from around the world. Hmm. To me, that's kind of interesting. I mean, like, I would go there and be like, "Ooh, that's interesting." I got to eat the, you know, Korean Big Mac, or I got to eat some, you know, something that they yeah. only have available in Australia or something. Like that's interesting to me. I think it's a novel concept. Like I think you have to bring in people through scarcity and something new and 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 and, and different. Um, are you gonna get the? Are you gonna get this? Absolutely not. I mean, if I <laughs> if I talk about once a month, I'm going. I, I mean, something something is is has gone. Uh, gravely wrong <laughs> something like it, there is there is you know we're talking about like i eat fast food probably pff, four times a year mm-hmm. and you know if, if i do not need a subscription service but like i have seamless plus oh and i pay for a subscription model for seamless what do you get basically just free delivery on every every order how much i mean whatever delivery costs no, like, no no how much per year i uh i think it's like or per think, month? I think it's like 10 bucks a month. It's not that bad. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how much CMOS am I ordering? A lot. So if I can get, you know, if I can get free delivery on every single meal on orders over 10 bucks or something, Damn, that's I'm a... saving like 3 or $4 on every single order. If I'm ordering it more than three times a month, which I am doing that, you know, hmm. that is something that I'm doing. At one point, they were doing, it is $10 a month. That's big, um, that's big brain shit. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? And then they used to do a thing where it was like sort of gamified, mm-hmm. where it was like if you spend $100 a month or $100 on Seamless, you would get a credit for like $10 or something. And they got rid of that real quick because I think Dang. that was like, you know, it's one thing to get free delivery. And then if you're also sort of getting like credits and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think people people use too much Seamless for that. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So uh, subscription models, you know, are here, but I th- I just think brands got to get more creative with it. Yeah. Um, speaking of creative and people that companies should should talk with, our our, our girl Snackshot is up to some uh, some interesting things, and I think we just want to give her a quick shout out. Yeah, shout out Andrea Hernandez. Yeah, she, actually, for the last two topics, she uh, we're in a group chat now, and she. Oh yeah, she's basically our 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 topic uh, uh, seer. She 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 is so in tune with what's going on in the world of food and beverage and, you know, sort of branding news. She's now just feeding us directly. Yeah, I think we need to send her a mic for real. Yeah, we should get her on the podcast and and sort of make her third mic um, at least once a month to get the snack report. Because, But this is her own brand. She's doing, uh, she's teamed up with Foxtrot Market to do a snack box, which I assume will be a curated collection of things that she likes and things that she's up on and, uh, and will come to you monthly. I, um... We gonna get this for the stew? I think we definitely will. I think a hundred percent will support her, and whatever she does, I, I, I always want to support her. But I'm also the type of person that this is. Uh, oh yeah, to. like snack boy, snack boy, a hundred percent through and through. And uh, you know, I know that she's not just gonna sell out to the biggest brands that are gonna like you know line her pockets to put you know their brand in this box. Like she'll probably put things that she stands by oh in fact she said that multiple times that she's not accepting brand partnerships for this she's doing this the brand partnership is with the uh with the market there you go so she's going to be promoting the best products of that market that market happens to have great products i believe they have united sodas of america and Mm. uh and uh yeah no i'm excited for her and i'm excited for us because i um i'm excited to support her and then also get something uh, sweet in return every month. Oh yeah, it'll be great. I love a I love a, a subscription box. Wow. You know, I I don't really have any of them, but remember remember a couple of years ago, subscription boxes were like they were hot on the streets. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, do you love wine? Subscription of the month club. You get a new wine every month or hot sauce of the month, like jelly of the month. Yeah. Do you do any of those? No. No, me neither. I think I think it was it's a cool idea, but I think you're right. Like what you wind up doing is. Forgetting that you signed up for it, getting it every month, and then like, I don't know, after a while, you're like, okay. I feel like every month becomes a burden. Yeah, you're like, I don't need this much hot sauce. Yeah. But I but I think it's cool, and I think if the products change and it's just like 
curate it through. I would actually maybe do a hot sauce in the month club. That, yeah, that's one that that's one that I think I would I would like. I was thinking about it the other day. I got to step my hot sauce game up. My yeah. house is like you know we got. I'm sick of the uh, the basics. Yeah, you know I, well, I need I need more. We, sauces li- we live in a good area, for, or we work in a good area for it. Ooh, you know what? Um, my wife my wife brought home. Uh, speaking of, of sauces, fly by Jing. Oh yeah, there's good. A, there's a new store Great. around the corner. Oh. By uh, night, old goods or no, um, something by night. We should uh, let me look it up so I can give a proper shout out. Um, I've seen this one. Yeah, it just opened up, and it's sort of a, um, it is a big night. Are you familiar, Kevin? I am not. I'm familiar because I've walked past it. Correct. I haven't been in. So apparently, big night. Um, is a new store in Brooklyn that has like a sort of uh, selection of snacks, food, ingredients, and dinnerware. Um, and it's a perfect stop to stop by before a big night out. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. So it's like more, it's it's for like hosting. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently they have a ton of cool brands. Apparently the founder, I don't know her name, used to work at the Infatuation. Wow. Friends, clients of, of the program. Wow. So um, we'll have to go check it out there. They probably have a good collection of things. Um, and my wife went there and she got some sort of some, some fancy, uh, sauces and she, and some, some fancy pastas and, uh, hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, some prosciutto, some, um, some, uh, oh, r- wow. ricotta, 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 um, and she got fava jing, which I've had before. Have you, uh, I have, I have not had it. Yet. It's the first time I had it. I didn't love it, but I think it's cause I put it in the fridge and mm. you're not supposed to put it in the fridge. And then the second time I had it, I really liked it. And they're different flavors. Yeah. Or there's different there's different types of products. So um the second time I loved it. And then I was, this is the third time I've gotten flat by Jing. And it was a different it was a different type of ingredient. a little sweet and spicy sour thing. Okay. Awesome. Hmm. Marinate some chicken on Saturday night, put it on the grill. Oh well. Check it out. Yeah. So shout out to Flat by Jing and uh, shout out to Snackshot uh for doing her thing. And then um, one last story before we go, Kevin. We got to talk about Nicki Minaj's cousin. Uh, yeah, we do. We have to talk about this. Um, if you don't know. If you don't know, there was a conversation that was sort of dominating Twitter. It kind of happened a week ago. So this is not like the freshest content in the world. But I wanted to, uh, to, to see, what Kevin, <laughs> see what Kevin had to say. Apparently, so there was a, a, a tweet. It was actually kind of... I believe it was, it was a the, thread. It was it was was it the night of the Met? Yeah, it was it was um it was around the Met Gala. It was God. She, she didn't go because she was unvaccinated. Got it. And she was saying that you know please respect her and like do your, do your research and you know do what's best for you basically. Got it. Okay, this is good because I didn't know this much about the story and then Kevin put it in the the the, uh, the the show notes. Um, and I was actually wanted to talk about it because I wanted to learn more about it yeah. you know because i had heard things and i was just like what's the story i haven't had time to to pay attention to it but um so she didn't go to the met gala because you had to be vaccinated to get into the, yeah to the to it not because she wasn't invited because she she was invited and she did not attend because she was unvaccinated yes and so she was telling people on twitter that she was um that that was her reason for not going Mm-hmm. And then it, it got into like a do your own research type thing. And then she dropped this gem. Okay. Of the tweet. Yeah. Of the tweet. The famous tweet. Probably one of the best tweets of the year. Okay. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? You should it? read it. Okay. This is from Nicki Minaj. Uh, this is a tweet. <sighs> My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting a married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. I have one I have one rebuttal for this. And that's pics or it didn't happen. Okay, so you're I've calling... been thinking about this guy's balls for a whole week. <laughs> I want to see him. If it if it happened, let me see. Let me see how uh let me see how swollen they are. Mm-hmm. You know, how does he know he's impotent? Huh? So, this obviously caused quite a commotion on the internet because Nicki Minaj is saying she's not vaccinated, which I think 
any celebrity has come out and said, or a professional athlete has come out and said, I'm not vaccinated. People jump on them and say, what, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, that's a, that's a strong statement in its own right. Um, but she has a very specific reason here and it's because his, her, sorry, her cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got the vaccine and became impotent. His balls swelled up too. And his balls swelled up. And then his wife or his fiance decided to call off their wedding. This story is this 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 cannot be true. Yeah. So, but why would Nicki Minaj be like why would she put that story out there without I mean, like again, it's like if it's her cousin, one thing and it's someone you trust. Her cousin's friend? She's just tweeting. I don't know. And like again, I think uh, I'm not a doctor, or, uh, you know, or, or in any way, shape, or form. That sounds like an STD, or it sounds like a like a, a an issue that is unrelated to the vaccine here. Yeah. So in a way, she's saying my cousin's friend got an STD. Wife, fiance calls off the wedding. Then his friend doesn't get vaccinated because he believes it to be true, and then she's sharing that information with. Millions, I believe, millions of followers. Yeah. Really, really bizarre. Nikki, let's see that guy's balls. Prove <laughs> the story is true. Post a picture of him. Been thinking about him all week. Yeah. If anything, you know, getting bigger balls, that's a positive side effect. Am I, am I right? <laughs> I, I can't imagine swollen balls is 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 an enjoyable uh, experience. Yeah, probably not. But um, But no, I mean, I think this is... This is the type of, 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 of false information that we just we can't stand for. Um, the other thing that um, you said, like, she had other tweets where she was like, wear a mask, right? She yeah. was So she was saying, like, don't be bullied. Do your own research. And that she was going to do her own research. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, she's going to, she needs to go into the lab and, you know, re- review the numbers and... <laughs> You know, she's got a. She's, that's that's she's probably conducting her own little yes. like research study or case study. That's what I was trying to get to because in your head you're picturing the balls, right? Because yeah, like, I, all I, I, all, I, all I've been able to think about for this whole week was this, was this dude's balls. All I can picture is Nicki Minaj in like a lab coat, doing studies, you know, in a laboratory, like, like studying COVID, trying to understand and, and studying studying the vaccine, conducting her research. That's 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 the only that's the image I can, you can't get out of my head because that's what she's saying. She's doing her research. No, nah, she's got to read her. She's got to read her uh, read up on it and stuff. Um, is this Nicki Minaj is trying to get people to pay attention to her? Because as I said last week, the Met Gala is the biggest celebrities in the world, the most who's who of Hollywood, and um, Nicki Minaj has kind of been pretty left out of it. You know, uh, Megan The Stallion. Was at the Met Gala. I don't know if Cardi B was there, but I don't want to. I don't want to make any barbs mad. Oh yeah, we don't want to fucking start with the barbs. But I mean, I feel like it's a tough. It's a tough week for the barbs. Yeah. That's you know your 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 leader has basically come out as anti-vax. And uh, but I mean, again, this is probably the most people have been talking about Nicki Minaj in a long time. But I think it's for all the wrong reasons. And. Ultimately, I imagine that's not good for her brand yeah. at all. What but, a time to be alive, though. Yeah, um, you know, Jesus. The uh, United States government is addressing this claim. Oh, did they? Yeah. They, who? Uh, Biden? No, Fauci. <laughs> Fauci? Yeah. What do you mean Fauci looked into the claim? I mean, shit. I didn't read the article or anything. I saw headlines. I saw tweets. <laughs> this is classic. classic there was a, I mean, there was a headline that was like, Fauci to investigate Trinidad Brett friends balls? No, they didn't. Inv- <laughs> he wishes, but um, no, I there's I don't know what the headline was, but they're looking into it. Basically, it was like this is a false claim. Yeah, they were saying the uh, they, I think they invited her to like have a conversation about it too. Oh, like on television or in front of a crowd or in front of maybe uh, just solo. Jesus, that's real. I mean, I guess her influence is it's hard big, to say. I don't want to be spreading misinformation over here. But like, someone's someone had to go into uh, 
someone's job is to like, you know, do PR for the vaccine, right? Or to encourage people to get vaccinated, right? There's probably teams of people that yeah. are coming up with ways and trying to figure out new marketing tactics, new things to get people vaccinated, to get this country back on its feet. And they 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 had to look at their, you know, they got an email that was like, hey, this is uh, big on Twitter today. Nicki Minaj is tweeting about her yeah. cousin's friend who got big balls from the vaccine and his fiance called off the fucking wedding. You called the wedding because he, he's swollen balls. I mean, he's, he's impotent. And so therefore she is, he's undesirable and uh, no, not no longer a life partner. I mean, can't picture a life with this man because he well, has he, swollen he, no, balls. He can't, he can't have kids. Oh, he, and she just assumes that it's, it's, it's forever. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, listen, and have they tracked down? Because someone had to like be like, "Hey, we got to prove this to be to be uh, false. This is not real." I don't know. Someone's I don't job have the was for to, to track this down, and a colossal waste of, of 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 probably dozens of people's time to try to go find the truth behind this story. Which, again, my cousin's friend is ah, uh, that is a you know, my cousin's friend is you know, it's that, a little bit too far. That feels that is the easiest way to to identify that this is. Uh, not a real story yes and if it is that dude has a sexually transmitted disease and or most likely um not not i don't want to uh most likely has a sexually transmitted disease and uh maybe that's why his uh is what his fiance called off the wedding yeah so uh hard to say you know hard to say but um a, a roller coaster of a week here yeah. Um, but Kevin, good to see you as always. Oh yeah. Um, good to uh, talk about the, the wild world that we're living in. Uh, Ted, La- shout out to Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Why? Uh, big winners last night at the Emmys. Really? Um, Ted Lasso was fine. That's an official statement from Alex Center. Uh, avid TV watcher. Uh, season one was good. Season two was boring, which equals out to fine. Damn, those award shows really do be uh, doing the same shit over and over again. It's that's this is just you know the human condition, right? You know, we just we're just we live in a society. <laughs> True. All right, good episode. Let's call it. There you go. Boom. Yo, Big Shaq, the one and only. Man's not hot. Never hot. Scrap. Boom. Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Everyday man's on the block. Smoke trees. See your girl in the park. That girl was a uckers. When the thing went quack, quack, quack. You man was ducking. Old time ask me, my brother. He's got a pumpy. Big team. Hold tight, my man. My guy. He's got a frisbee. A trap, trap, trap on the phone. Moving out cornflakes. Oh. Rice Krispies. Whole time I get with me. On, 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 on the road doing ten toes. Like my toes. Like my toes. You man fought, I froze. I see a pen girl on a pose. Chilling. If she ain't on it, I post. Ha! Look at your nose. Check your nose, fam. You donut. Nose long like garden hose. I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. Hop out the four door with a four four. It was one, two, three, and four. Us, man. Chilling in the corridor. Yo. Your dad is 44. Oh. And he still call a man for a draw. Look at him. Let him know. When I see him. I'm gonna spin his jaw. Finish. Take man's tricks by force. Take it. Send man's shot by force. Send it. Your girl knows I've got the sauce. Flexing. No ketchup. None. Just sauce. Saucy. Raw sauce. Ah. Uh. Yo. Boom. Ah. The ting goes. Ting, spray that. 
Link's effects. Come on. You didn't hear me, did you? Nah. Use roll on. Use that. Or spray. But either way, A, B, C, D. Alphabet thing. The ting goes. Man's not hot, never hot. 40 degrees, that man's not hot. Come on, yo. Uh, in the sauna, man's not hot. 